This podcast episode has been sponsored by Anchor. I'm currently using Anchor to distribute and to run my podcast episodes because it's easy, it's free, and it's good for beginners. I can easily have my podcast distributed to Apple Podcasts, to Google Podcasts, and there's so many different tools you can use. So if you want to try it, it's free. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This podcast episode is pre-recorded because I'm currently in school and guess what? I don't have time to focus on a podcast and school. So this is pre-recorded. If anything has happened during the time this podcast was recorded and this podcast was released, I actually do not know why I said that. I heard someone say that on a podcast before and it sounded really cool, but that's what you get for trying to copy off of people. So enjoy this pre-recorded podcast. Thank you. Let me tell y'all how much I did not want to record this because y'all, because what I'm talking about is like still going on like Twitter is a horrible website if you come across the wrong people but it's also a nice website if you want to get like things to talk about and observe um culture and comment on it so I'm, I'm like, I actually am on Twitter. Like, I just got on Twitter because I was procrastinating recording this. And, um, there's so much, there's so much to discuss because this, um, this topic, the topic is celebrity culture um specifically the one I'm gonna be referencing is um the one I'm gonna be referencing is um k-pop because that's the one that I have a lot of commentary on I'm not one of those people that think that American celebrity culture is better than K-pop culture. It's all trash. It's all terrible. It really is. And um, I wanted to I have the article here and I asked the uh, author her username is or his username I don't know if it's a girl or boy but her slash his username is un un uh I'm gonna put it in the description because I don't I it's like almost midnight and I don't even know how to pronounce the little line so I'm gonna put it in the description um and they wrote an article on k-pop and I'm guessing it was a response. It was most likely a response to um, 
the many death threats slash racial slurs slash um, harassment that a lot of fans, particularly black K-pop fans, get on Twitter. And this is not fake. I've seen it. I've seen it. The first time I saw it was in May with the Jim Jones situation and it was a it was crazy. I've never seen anything like this before. I have actually. And I'm gonna be discussing I, I've seen something close to it, but I've never seen it as bad as it was. Uh like it was the like it's like I've been a part of Stan Twitter before, but it I've never seen it like that maybe because I was a part of I was no I don't think I ever really got into any crazy stuff when I was on stand Twitter I just stand I would defend the people that I liked but I mean when you look at it from the perspective I'm gonna talk about it it's all bad but um I guess I was one of the lesser of two evils, which is still evil, because I was, you know, I dedicated my most of my teens to people that don't know I exist, people that will never, ever know I exist, and I wasted a lot of time. <laughs> so, what I want to discuss is pretty much celebrity culture stand culture and um i want to talk about my experiences with it and also um its effects that i see uh, and how it's getting worse and um i've been wanting to talk about this and i've been procrastinating it because it's such a heavy thing and i see it it's it's becoming a really big thing where it's stopping people from having lives outside of the internet it's stopping people from connecting with human beings face to face it's stopping people from being intentional um with the words they use and the actions they make and it's the thing that like one of the things that hurts me is because I've been through this before is it's stopping young people it's wasting their time when they're going so I can understand a casual like it's not my life type of fan but there's these young people there's young people that are they're dedicated they are on all day every day glued to their phones their their TVs their laptops looking and paying attention to what these celebrities are doing and what they're doing where they're going rumors paying attention to rumors paying attention to like it's they're they're wasting their time and they're wasting their lives looking at what somebody else is doing and 
Um, I talked about comparison in my last podcast episode, I think, and I think I touched on that a little bit, so I'm not really going to touch on comparison. Um, but I, going back to what I was saying about the article, the name of the article is K-pop and religion, how idol worship took on a different meaning. And this article was excellent. It was beautiful. I read this article earlier today after work because I knew I wanted to be talking about it. And there's so many good points that I wanted to discuss. And um, I kind of want to go through it in parts. And um, one thing... Not one thing, because I'm going to be reading several things from this article. And I have permission to do it because I did ask them. So I'm bragging that because I literally was brave enough to ask this person on Twitter. And they said, of course. And I was like fan fanning out a little bit, like fangirling a little bit. But anyway, um, because it's such a good article. Like, it's so good. So... Um, what I wanted to read is, hold on, I have the part, I have the part, it's this part right here. So, here it is. And K-pop is what I'm going to be, it's the like the sub-genre of, so celebrity culture is a broad perspective of, like, pop culture, I believe, it's it's no it's like a subculture of pop culture and then celebrity culture has like k-pop like k-pop is a subculture which is big but it's like it's it's not big but it's uh dangerous just like celebrity culture so in this video since i have i've been i had recent experience with celebrity with k-pop culture I'm going to be talking about K-pop culture because this is what the article's about. So uh, they say, K-pop has done a great job of making these parasocial relationships seem real. I'll reiterate, I'm guilty of doing this, but I've recognized when I've gone too far, but most fans don't. Stans are willing to drop friends, docs, bully, harass, and spam cam someone to death if someone were to even breathe in the wrong wrong direction of their idol. And that's all true. That's all very true. It's so true and it's to the point where I had to have a conversation with my uncle about it and his first words were they're doing all this over k-pop and it sounds insane you wouldn't think a normal sane person would feel compelled to dox doxing is when you release someone's personal information without their permission on the internet like their address their real names um, email addresses, information where they go to school, family members. There's people willing to bully. That's like telling them to kill themselves. That's telling them to die, things like that. There's people who are flooding people's mentions with insults. And I've seen, I have screenshots of Twitter mutuals 
and I don't keep them to blackmail. I keep them for research purposes in case I want to write about it one day. Um, of people calling my one of my mutuals uh, the N-word. Like, and, and what got me was she was black too. So I was very confused. And um, all of these things actually, ha- and I've seen all of these with my own eyes throughout those several months I've been on Twitter and um by parasocial relationships they mean so that that's a good that's a good thing to get into so (laughs) celebrities present and not just celebrities pretty much anyone who is not comfortable with themselves and doesn't like themselves. It's been a thing that's been going on since the beginning of time. When someone doesn't like themselves, they create a persona that people like. If they're quiet, I've done it before. I I slowly, I slowly but surely am learning not to. I still have moments when I do. And, but the best, the good thing is I recognize when I am doing it and I talk about it with people that care about me and I talk about it with my like I write about it so like an example is I'm a very quiet I'm quiet I don't really talk that much I'm a very deep thinker I I do talk I do want to talk when I do need to talk like if something's bugging me I want to be able to talk about it um but when I don't need to talk I try not to talk like I only try to talk when it's necessary like when I really want to share something and I usually like to keep to myself however a lot of people don't like quiet people so what I started doing was I want to get people to like me so I would tell myself that I'm this very outgoing person and I would talk all loud and be annoying and what happened was someone who really cared about me came to me and she was like um can you stop doing that it doesn't matter if you don't have anything to say it doesn't matter if you if you're quiet like that's you be you stop being this like you're not a naturally loud you're not a naturally talkative person like you need to get to know you you're not naturally loud you're not naturally talkative okay stop with all the fake stuff so I don't really talk I I like thinking I like getting in my brain and playing little scenarios and storylines and planning out storylines. I, I do that all day. And um, I like it, you know. Um, now, disconnecting it with what I was trying to talk about, because when I do talk about stuff that I do like, I tend to ramble. Can't get me to shut up. And and when I do talk about stuff that, like, interests me, like writing and um, things I'm learning and things I'm, like, interested in, you can't get me to shut up. But um, that's that was a persona that I thought 
I had. And that was a persona that I thought people liked. And it wasn't because I didn't have any friends. Nobody liked it. I didn't like it. I didn't have any friends. I wasn't being the real me. Nobody liked it. Like, the, the whole message of it is I didn't like it. I knew I was being fake. And so, connecting it to celebrities, every celebrity, they have a persona that they present to you that's not real. Like, no, like, the members of every every idol, it's not real. They're not really, like, what they present to you on camera and there's no possible way you can know that it's real because you don't know them it takes a while to really get to know somebody do you know you're never ever 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 going to know someone fully i think even like you're even when you're an old per- like you can know enough about them to make decisions and things and but you're never ever ever gonna fully get to know somebody and and you can't even do that through the internet like human beings are very social and the internet it's a good starting place but you can't get to know somebody and talk to somebody solely through the internet but that's only if you're talking to them through the internet that's only if you're like typing with them through the internet okay that's like a step two right that's like tier that's like tier two but it's still at the bottom like you still don't know them so the thing is we follow bts on Twitter. We follow Monster X on Twitter. We see them tweet. We tweet them. We reply to their tweet. They don't see our tweet. They don't reply to our tweets. It's a very, it's not even a relationship. It's, it's, it's not real. It's not anything that will ever happen. It's fake. It is unrealistic it's not real and um I actually googled the word um wow okay so I'm gonna read this parasocial relationships the nature of celebrity fascinations I'm gonna read that because that sounds interesting so the definition of parasocial is hold on there's a definition here Okay, so it's it's a kind of psychological relationship experienced by members of an audience in their meditated in their mediated encounters with certain performers in the mass media, particularly on television. So listen to this. Regular viewers come to feel that they know familiar television personalities almost as friends. What does that remind you of? Army, mom, baby, and mom, mom, babies are pretty calm. It seems like, but still, XOLs, believers. If he still calls them any type of fandom, going back to what I was saying, like we don't know these people. 
And we will never, ever, ever, ever really, it's not likely that we're ever going to meet these people. And like, we might meet them, but we're still not going to ever be friends with them. We're still not going to ever, you know, know them. Like, and, and I read a tweet yesterday by one of my, someone I follow and, um, she was respond, she was responding to, um, a video that someone made about a particular fandom. They were like, stay out of our business. Like they were in a fandom and they were telling, um, another fandom, stay out of our business. And she was like, don't you know that they don't know you? Don't you know it's not that serious? Like, go go get a hobby or something like that. And it was very brash. It, what's the word? Is it crash? No, it's not crash. It was very brash. But she had a point. Like, we don't know these people. And I think that's a really good thing that... Um, a lot of people need to realize we don't know these people and um it's it it like like I don't even know really how to like fully express the whole frustration I have like the whole, the worry that I have about like uh, a celebrity culture and idol worship because it's it's so dangerous and it's getting to the point where we are. I just saw a tweet and this woman looks like a girl. She called black people who, um, so you know Nam June from BTS. Namjoon, like many other K-pop stars, has a racist past and against black people. Like, not even, like, he literally said the N-word. Like, he, he's, he had some race, did some racist stuff. And so, um, what this woman did was she called black people that were bringing it up just talking about it probably like just reminding people of it not not probably not even I'm not sure if they were even being you know messy about it but they didn't even deserve to be called things she called them she called them melon muncher she called them um father like it was so bad it was so bad and it really hurt me to read those things because the thing is this woman is obviously black writing this and she called Namjoon the she called him she called him N-I-G-G-A but she was talking to fellow black people like they were the monsters and I was so confused and I I understand because I've been there. 
But that's not acceptable. That's a problem. If we're feeling so compelled to defend these people that we do not know one, we will never ever get to know the real them too. Because you know what? They probably hide the real them so well that when they do get married or something like that, have kids, you probably will never know. They, they, they probably won't even no, like they probably hide themselves so well. They probably don't even know how to have relationships because of how fake they have to be all the time. Like, to be honest with you, like when we when we get that in our head that we're not, we don't know these people. And we're not going to ever know them or meet them. Like that, that's that's a start to find to realizing that this this is a problem like we're doing all this for people that we don't even know like I keep saying that but can you believe that we're doing there's people saying these things for people they don't even know there's people being there's people doxing people real human beings for over people they don't even know over people that don't even know they exist over people that don't even probably care about them or like them and I realized this when the whole Jim Jones situation happened and I was like wait a minute why am I so upset over this over what this man decided to do which was a poor decision why am I so upset with him over this and that woke me up that made me realize okay this is a problem this is a big problem so right then and there I made the decision I immediately threw away all of my k-pop stuff and I was like I'm not spending my money on somebody that does not care about me, does not know I exist, does not know who I am. I'm not going to put my money in somebody's pocket who's not putting money in my pocket. Like, I talked to my aunt about it and, my like, my family. And they were like, yeah, they don't care. Like, celebrities don't care about you. Like, they don't. They only care about what they can get. And COVID-19 has shown that with these celebrities acting out. And I was like, you know what? This is the last time I put my money towards anything. Not even just K-pop related. Not even celebrity related. But I'm not going to put my money in somebody's pocket that is not putting money in my pocket. And there's also a part in the article that I want to read that I want to comment on because they said, um, this is what they said. Hold on, hold on. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Okay. Okay, here it is. After the recent nationwide protest of the murder of George Floyd and the lack of response from companies like SM Entertainment that heavily rely on black producers, black culture, and black talent to fuel their bands, 
There was a mass exodus, quotes, of black K-pop fans who swore they would never give another penny to an inherently anti-black genre such as K-pop. But like most late millennials and Gen Zers, their words rang hollow. This is true as well. This is very true. And I have a real story about this. So I have a friend who introduced me to K-pop. And well, she introduced me to BTS. I'm not a fan of K-pop. I only like BTS and Monster X. And um, they are in the genre K-pop. But I'm not a K-pop stan. Uh, but they, she introduced me to BTS and it, we had long conversations around, because around the, the George Floyd, when the George Floyd, um, situation happened, um, it was a, it was the same time as the Jim Jones thing. And I was upset. I was... Um, I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me to stop liking these people. And um, what happened was I would have conversations with her and we would talk about um, ways. We, we, we would talk about how it was all performative from BTS, you know, because they said they cared about black people and they said they liked and and they weren't even involved in something that we thought was very important and i can understand she where she came from when she said like she was all in she was like you know what i agree but what happened as the days went by and because because of the hold that the parasocial relationship had in her heart. Some days later, like weeks went by, like a week went by and um, like she, um, I noticed she like started going back to them and she was like, I can't leave them. I've been with them for six years. And I'm not saying she had to leave them. I'm not saying that at all. But, like, the thing is... And she never said she was going to stop buying their stuff. I don't think she did. But the thing is... um, I saw a lot of other people saying that, too. They were saying, this is the last time I'm going to buy some K-pop stuff. This is the last time I'm going to do this. But what happened was they went right back to it. They, like, like a week or two later. And she even told me, my friend told me, you know, people are not gonna, they're not gonna stop not liking K-pop. It's gonna go on for a week or two, and then they're gonna go right back to it. So my friend, she pretty much, yeah, she didn't say that she was gonna stop buying their stuff because she already knew she already knew 
Like, she considered not liking them because she didn't see any action towards them. And um, I have already decided, even with their donation, they don't care. And, I mean, it's not really their job to care because, I mean, they're celebrities. And I don't think celebrities should I don't think we need to keep putting them on pedestals and and looking at them to care about important things anymore because they've proven that they haven't many times. But um, she said it like, I I know that people are gonna they're 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 saying they're gonna do this and it's not gonna happen. And I was really hoping that people would not go back. Like I. I I was really hoping that people would like not go back and and really not buy anything. I do see people on my TL who like get links and stuff, <laughs> but like I was hoping they wouldn't really do it. They wouldn't go back, and they did, and they did ring hollow, and. The whole thing is like I'm I'm not even trying to sit here and like down people that did go back because I mean it's your decision but I don't see the purpose really in like why celebrity culture slash K pop idol culture is like why do we keep feeding into this? If we've seen the fruit, like, there's, every time I get on Twitter, there's racism after racism after weird thing. Somebody's wearing braids. Somebody's saying the N-word. Racism after racism after racism. And I'm just like, why... Do I still, like, invest myself into, like, well, I used to be like that. I don't anymore. Like, I still do casually, like, look at pictures of BTS and, like, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm not heavily invested anymore. And I just... I, I don't see why it's so, why, why, like, I don't see, it's, it's, it's so much. There's, there's young people, and I've been there before with One Direction and Michael Jackson. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I used to be on Michael Jackson stand, and I don't care what fandom you're in. Fandoms are horrible you have these people like it's a common trait in every fandom you have these people that think they are the moment because they stand somebody that is was very successful or is very successful I've seen arrogant Michael Jackson stands on Twitter who think they are every they would go after Justin Bieber because Justin Bieber liked Michael Jackson and they would go after all these other people because they thought 
they liked Michael Jackson and and you get these stands who are just crazy and and what they're doing is they're like putting their whole like they're like living vicariously through the person they stand and um I'm not here to judge you and if you're doing that but that's not that that's that's not gonna do anything worthwhile for you like you're gonna end up hating your life you really are because I've done it before and that's why when I go on Twitter I take huge chunks of breaks because I can't stay connected I've learned that I can't stay connected to stand Twitter. I can't stay connected to seeing what these people who don't even know me, who I don't even know are doing. Like, I don't know them. I don't know Yoongi. I don't know any K-pop dude I like. I don't know any celebrity I like. And the one thing that I think social media has done which has made it worse, is made these parasocial relationships seem real. Like, the thing that, like, trips me up is, like, I would see ARMY on Twitter, and they would be, like, every single time I see a fandom fight, they're always talking about charts, and then they're always, like, Oh well, my fave does this, and you're like it's never it's it's like a tit for tat thing, and it's it's like what is going on here? Like what is going on here? Like with the whole Jim Jones situation, I saw people saying this. They were saying. I can't believe you let Yoongi down. I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you judged him and you didn't believe him. What? He didn't, one, he didn't say anything. <laughs> he didn't say anything. This this was the day of, like, when everybody found out that it was Jim Jones he was sampling and what do you think? They were, they were like, just trust him. Like, trust him with what? <laughs> Trust him with what? He didn't say anything. <laughs> and and then there were people who were like, you threw him under the bus. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? <laughs> like saying what he did was insensitive? It, it was. <laughs> it was kind of racist too because... <laughs> and I mean... And, and then there's other people. There was just one thread with a black stand who was like let me tell you about hip-hop and samples and look um these black people have done it i don't care if it was a red person that did it it's still racist it's still if it if a black person did it it's still weird a black person is sampling jim jones that's still weird like i'm not gonna give him a pass because he's black (laughs) I guess he thought people were going to give him a pass because, and, and I like how he said, I remember reading it. He said, um, 
let me tell you a black fan like people like to throw that in there and um I saw it with my own eyes and like I said I've been blocked by over 500 I'm assuming armies because I don't know why (laughs) I really don't I don't know why but the thing that like gets me is this is bad this is bad this is really bad I was there wasting my teenage years so enthralled and so involved with what my faves were doing, where they were going, who they were dating, fantasizing about dating them. Yes, I did. I did. Okay. Fantasizing about meeting them. I wasted my whole teen years from maybe 11 to Twenty is it twenty? From eleven to like nineteen, I would say. Eh, eleven to like nineteen. I don't know. It, it was a lot of years, and then I wasted almost two years <laughs> when I started getting into K-pop because I did it the wrong way. Like when you're messing with stuff like this, which is like. Because it's all rooted in comparison. Like, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, where there's strife and jealousy, there's uh, evil of every kind. And when you're... uh, Yeah, here it is. James 3.16. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice so when you want what somebody else has you'll be you will be surprised how much stuff comes out of wanting like how much badness comes from wanting what somebody else has like that's like the root that's like the start like envy is the start of evil it looks like because you you want what they have and um when I would stand these people I would want what they had like what I'm noticing about like now I stand um I really don't stand BTS um but when I did I I wanted their I wanted I, I liked how much money they had I wanted their money I liked how young they looked. I thought they looked really good. And girls can be jealous of boys too. Like, please don't think that's not a girl. I, I was like their age. I liked their how young they were. I was jealous of the success they had. And I tried to live vicariously through them. I tried to... Instead of me finding hobbies and finding things that I liked and learning about myself, I put all of that in these men who don't even know me. These people that don't even know me probably don't even like my race. 
I'm just going to be honest. I haven't seen any evidence that um, debated against that. Like, I probably don't even think I'm pretty. And I was I was just like, okay. When the Yoongi situation happened, I was like, okay, there needs to be a change. There needs to be a change. So when I feel myself getting, like the article said, because they even said, you know, I know when I'm going too far. I know when I'm going too far and I disconnect. I delete that app. I delete the Twitter app. I disconnect the Twitter accounts. I don't go on Twitter for a good day. And I don't go on Twitter. Um, I probably, when I do go on Twitter, I probably spend about 30 minutes to an hour scrolling Twitter. But it's like the last thing that I do now like it's probably going to get slow slowly but surely less and less and less the more I discipline myself but Twitter and celebrity culture is dangerous and in this article there's also scriptures that back this up and um if you're not aware, the word idol means it's it's used a lot in the Bible because come on now. Like the word idol is false god. That's what the word idol means. And coincidentally, not coincidentally enough, K-pop idols call themselves idols because they are they're supposed to be perfect all the time. And that right there is problematic in itself because um they're presented as perfect they're presented as these youthful beings that never have anything wrong with them always say the right things and i get that some idols are trying to break that but that's still a big stigma that will probably not go away anytime soon the more k-pop is getting bigger the more K-pop is being seen more internationally, internationally outside of Korea, you know America loves things that are fake. So, well, not all of America, but I would say the young people of America that are like into uh that are not tuned into things they like about themselves and are not tuned into their own lives. So they're gonna eat on that and um which they have and I just find it very disturbing honestly because we're also hurting these people these celebrities because as much as celebrities don't like to admit it they're people they have real issues they have real pain they probably go through a lot more pain than we do because they have a thousand people thousands upon thousands of people watching them and i i I can't imagine i wouldn't want to be a celebrity I really wouldn't. They probably can't do anything. They can't go anywhere. Every part of their life is controlled. They will probably never, ever have a normal life because there's going to be thousands of people watching them. And they probably have mental 
mental problems. They probably have emotional problems that you're not seeing because they're presenting this perfect idol persona. And so there's a scripture, there's scriptures here. And um, this one has to be the most obvious. <laughs> it says, dear children, keep yourselves from idols. And that's from 1 John 5.21. And I need to like go read that. And then, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. And that's 1 Corinthians 10.14. So I don't think in this sense they were just talking about K- they're obviously in the bible john was not just talking about k-pop idols he was talking about anything anything that is consuming your time consuming your life you're putting your whole being into it. this can be a job this can be um a per another person in this case what i'm talking about celebrities they're people so it's it could be another person it could be, be a spouse it could be your children um it can be an object like a car it can be a cell phone it can be a tv it can be multiple objects like I'm a human being. I've idolized many things before. I've idolized people. I just had a conversation with a dude um about idolizing people and being so thirsty for people's attention that I um that I do anything to get it. I just talked to somebody about that. Like, it's a human condition. It's a part of being a human. And um, it's something that needs to be surrendered, I believe. I know the author, uh, obviously, I don't know if they're still a Christian. um, But I I believe that's something that needs to be surrendered daily to God. And, um, um... that I I think that's one thing that like it's 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 a big deal. It's a big deal. When you idolize things and people, it can honestly hurt you. And I'm not saying that just because I believe in God. I'm really not saying that just because I believe in God, but because I've experienced it. I like when I'm consumed with something and there's no balance, like a, a job, like, like think of it in a simple terms, like you're going to work every single day, working these long hours. It makes you tired. It makes you depressed. And I'm pretty sure these people that are doing all these things, doxing, calling people the N word, um, saying all the, they're depressed. They are depressed. They are sad they have no other joy in their lives and when they learn to separate themselves from stan twitter if they have to deactivate their account for two weeks and just find other things to do or if they have to literally delete the app and find things to do you know besides 
Stan, Twitter, they will be a lot more happier because that's what I did. That's what I had to do. I deleted the app and I told myself I'm not going to get on here. I'm not going to get on here. Like, I know I talk about Kenny. She lives in my head rent-free. But she does it all the time. She literally gets off. She disconnects. And that's what you're supposed to do. And I remember listening to a podcast by John and Lisa Bevere. And they were talking about social media. Social media is not something you're supposed to be consumed with. It was made to be addicting, yes. But Are you supposed to allow yourself to be addicted to it? No. And I'm starting to see that as very true. Social media is supposed to be very, 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 very heavily monitored. You're supposed to be very heavily monitored. Like, okay, I know I'm spending 30 minutes on Twitter right now. I know I'm spending an hour on Instagram right now I like you're not supposed to just passively do it because you're letting in those things and when um you're just going on Twitter and you're checking and seeing it you're letting those things in and I can understand that for some people BTS is all they have I understand that I understand that they make you happy You know, I understand that. But when it gets to the point where you are feeling depressed, when you are feeling um, like you need to dox people and you need to harass people and call people the N-word and call them other racial slurs and, you know, um, Put people down because they don't like how your fave looks or they don't think they sing well, which is a subjective, which is a um, opinion, you know, BTS being the best K-pop group ever is an opinion. It's not a fact. Okay. Or, or anything about your fave that someone doesn't agree with. It's a, it's not a fact. It's an opinion. When someone, when you see something about your fave that's not positive and you immediately get upset, it's time to log off. It's time to go and, like, it's not that serious. You don't know these people. You're not going to marry them. Like, I had to tell myself this. I don't want to meet them. I don't want to meet them. I really don't. I would not I would not like to meet them. I would not like to get to know them because I honestly feel like they would have the most horrible personalities. They're probably so arrogant. They have everything done for them. And would I want to really meet somebody like that and be friends with somebody like that? Well, I I wouldn't say not I I do want to meet them, but what I mean is, do I really want to be friends with somebody who obviously does not care about anyone but themselves and their money? No. No. Like, I know it's obvious. Like, well, not obvious, but I know they portray, like, these celebrities portray themselves as, um very humble and things like that 
But if you're making songs about how much money you have, and if you're talking about how much money you have, and if you're doing all these things, you're not humble. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not humble. <laughs> People that are really doing it, don't talk about it. Please, like that goes for anything. If if they're really, they really don't let you know what they're doing. They really don't. They don't talk about it. It doesn't come out in the news. It doesn't come out on platforms. Nope. They you don't hear anything about it. So, um, if it's getting to the point, back to my statement, if it's getting to the point where you are starting to honestly um sorry I had to make a new segment because it was telling me that I was running out of time for one segment but what I was saying was if it's starting to like take over your life and you're starting to put people down real people okay if you're starting to put real people down then it's time to get off because the internet is not that important okay the internet i noticed that people get really bold on the internet and they feel really compelled to say things that they would not say in real life i've been there i've done it before i've said some horrible things on the internet i have i've said horrible things on the internet i've I've um I I haven't I've never doxed anybody, but I've said horrible things on the internet. I have done horrible things. I've put things on the internet that I did not want I should not have put on the internet reflecting back on my teenage years. I've done horrible things. I have. That's how I know what you need to do. And this is becoming a problem. I thought, you know, I was just, it was just me when I was in high school going through these things. But now it's becoming more frequently. There's more teenagers who are, like I read a a tweet, this girl went in her mom's room to steal her own phone because her mom does not let her sleep with her phone just so she can stream dynamite. Just so she could get it to one million views. And I was like, I was honestly like, oh no. Like, this, I'm assuming she's young. That's not going to have any fruit for you in the future. Like, I can understand if, you know, your mom didn't want you to study, you know, because your mom was hating on you. And she took your phone and you snuck in your phone. You had an assignment due the next morning at 6 a.m. And you did the assignment and then you put your phone back. That would get you some fruit because that teaches you perseverance, you know. But you're And you're doing that for you. So it's going to give you some self-confidence, you know. Or, you know, you um, ask your mom, well, mom, I know you don't like me using my phone. Can I use it this night? And then, like, you ask her, that would teach you, you know, perseverance. But, like, that's not, like, that's not a, that's not a life goal. Getting the Dynamite music video to one million views, whatever, 
That's not a life goal. That's not going to help you in any way. That's not going to bear you any fruit. It's it's not. It's not. Like, you're going to wake up at 24 and you're going to be like, man, I wasted my teenage years doing crap. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I didn't enjoy my teenage years. <laughs> I'm not going to ever go back to doing what I did during my teenage years. Like, my teenage years were the worst time of my life. Like, my adult years are nowhere compared to my teenage years. <laughs> my teenage years were terrible, and I don't want to repeat. I do not want to repeat. And, like, that's how bad they were. I don't want to repeat. And I'm doing everything in my power with God's help, not to repeat my teenagers because they were so bad. And I don't want a, somebody waking up when they're 23, 22, like, what the heck did, what what was I thinking when I was a teenager? Why did I do that and, and live a regret? Like, I should have used that time to be doing some things. Now, now that I have knowledge, I'm not going to ever waste my time like I did before, which is why I'm not letting Twitter overtake me and take over my life. But I see people that have, and I did. When I first got my Twitter, I was on it all the time, missing assignments. By God's grace, I finished everything. Um, but I've learned that I'm not about to let stand Twitter or idol culture distract me from what really matters in my life, which is me and the people that I know in real life. Like, I'm not going to, like, I actually decided, like, I'm not going to get on Twitter on the weekends either because Twitter is like the most biggest social media app I use I don't really have a lot of other social medias besides their Instagram and a Pinterest which I used to look at it's just pictures so I used that to look at pictures because I like stationary <laughs> like I said in a previous podcast but um the people in my life are more important than Stan Twitter they are they're more important and I will, I promise myself I will never, ever, ever let Stan Twitter come in between real relationships. So when I feel myself getting too far, I take days off. I delete the app. I don't get on the app. I don't, I, I, um, I only have two I think I have some favorite boots, but there's only two that I talk to pretty regularly, and I just DM them. I can talk to them outside. Well, I can talk to one of them, the other one doesn't. But, um, yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, you know, staying up all night binge watching their stuff it's not worth it because you're just gonna feed that parasocial relationship 
that that fake relationship that's not there. Like you're not you don't know them. You're never they're putting on an act. They don't know you. You don't know them. Like I don't understand why people get so upset when I say that. Like not when I say that, but when but when people tell them that. It's true. You don't know them. They don't know you. Like it's true. It you should you shouldn't feel bad about that. It's true. You don't know them. They don't know you. You're probably never going to meet them. It should not be your life goal really to meet them. Like it shouldn't be one of your ultimate life goals. It can be a goal, you know, a fun goal. But it shouldn't be like a ultimate life goal. You shouldn't live for that. Like you're valuable. You're more valuable than standing someone that doesn't put any money in your pocket and doesn't even love you. And and if you're black and if you stand K-pop, probably doesn't even think you're pretty or like your race. Because from what I've been seeing through K-pop, they don't really like black people from what I've been seeing. It's it's been a, a roller co- roller coaster and from what I because I follow a lot of Maltese and so I see what's going on with almost every fandom. Like I just saw what happened in VAV, I saw what happened with Utah, I saw what happened with um Stray Kids a while back. I saw what happened with um, 80s with the cornrows. It's it's a lot. It it really is a lot, and um, and see, it it's a lot. It's a lot going on, and. I would encourage breaks. I would encourage time to get to know you. Like, I like the internet and I, um, I, I've been really picking up on, like, writing more and journaling and, um, painting I like painting as well um I'm not the perfect example because I'm still working on finding other things to do besides stand twitter because I want to get to the point where I'm not really involved with stand twitter anymore like just casual because it's crazy. Like, like you don't even, even have to look for the tweets. They just come to you. Like, the crazy tweets just come to you. They just pop up on your T.O. And you're like, what in the world? Like, who would write this? Like, why? Why? Why would you write this? But, yeah. I will make sure I link the article in the description and also put the author's um, Twitter handle in the description because I do follow them. Um, But 
I agree with the author's comment, her last, the her or his last paragraph. It's not worth it. Getting involved with K-pop is really not worth it. Like, you're better off just being a casual fan. You're better off just being someone that does not have a Twitter. You're better off just being someone that just, you know, listens in occasionally and doesn't actively keep up with them and what they're doing. Because it's going to drain you. It really is. It's going to drain you. If you're not... If you're checking up on somebody, like, I can understand if it's your kid, but if you're checking up on someone that much, like, even if it's your kid, it's going to drain you. If you're checking up on someone else that much, that's unhealthy. Like, if you're invested into someone else that much, that's unhealthy. That's a problem. And, um... I would really encourage putting that time and investing it towards yourself. That's one cure for idol worship. Like getting to know yourself, reading, you know, journaling, writing, because it depresses you. It really does because you're in a constant cycle of, I don't like myself, so I'm going to put myself, put all my energy towards these people that I do like. So you're like procrastinating in a way. I can go on and on about this honestly. However, I am finished with the article. Like the points that I want to make right here. Thank you for listening to this. This was very all over the place. Because I did not know how I wanted to explain everything. But I'm really glad whoever decides to listen to it. I know last week I said that I would be writing about, sorry, not writing, that I would be talking about um, the novel that I am writing, but that's going to be next week because this week um, I just had to talk about this. Like I was thinking about it, so I was, I was like, I'm just going to switch it. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a good night, good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and I will see you next week. Toodles.